It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Let's Talk Cars Radio is sponsored in part by Napa Car Care Centers, BDG Auto Group, by Liberty Transmissions in Virginia Beach, American Do-It-Yourself Garage, J.F. Whitlow Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling in Portsmouth, and by Bob Barnum and the Perfect House Team. Be a part of the program today by calling 757-222-3705. Text your comments during the show to 757-866-2192. Email your questions and comments to Dave at letstalkcarsradio.com. Now, here is the host of Let's Talk Cars Radio, Dave Palash. Happy Saturday, America. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio on WKQA Freedom Radio. I'm your host, Big Davey P, hanging out with Cameron Chaos and, of course, Nate VB. It is Saturday. It's a great day for a car show, at least where we're at. I mean, the sun's out and it's going on. you got the Jubilee going on. I know that uh, a lot of people are in our area trying to get out and enjoy the weather while it lasts because we've had so much rain. So hopefully where you guys are listening at, uh, it is sunny as well and you guys don't have any rain. What's going on, boys? Nothing much. What about you? Anything new? Oh, no, I've been sick all week. All week I've been sick. I haven't felt good. I've been riddled. You guys know if you listen to the show for long periods of times, I get really bad migraines. Um, They're absolutely uncontrollable. It has been a week of migraines. And on top of that, I picked up, I think, like, what, a summer cold or something that was just beating me down. So I'm on the mend. I'm trying to come back around and uh, feel a little bit better. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting, you, can hear, you can hear the smoky frogginess in my voice. <laughs> but uh, it's, it is, uh, it's, it's getting uh, a little bit better. Like I said, uh, the whole house had it, except for Grandma. Grandma didn't have it either. So I don't know. But, I know uh, her first comment to me was, you're not contagious, are you? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are, uh, we're, do- we're doing well. We're doing good. It's been uh, an interesting week. Uh, in car news so with being sick and not feeling good and I spent I spent a lot of time in bed it's just when I get migraines and stuff I don't feel good I'm I am uh, down for the count but uh, in between that in the boredom of trying to lay and get better uh, you know of course I jumped on a lot of different forums and blogs and stuff and had conversations there's a lot of stuff out there that's going on uh, this week uh, people are still running concern and stuff. So some of the questions that I feel this week, I figured there was something, things we could talk about. Uh, one of the biggest things was people are still talking about gas prices. I don't think that conversation is ever going to go away. But it was an interesting insight this week into all the different stuff that was going on as far as uh, gas prices. Of course, gas prices in our area jumped 40% over, or 40%, 40 cents overnight. Yeah, it did. It was like, it ran out like what, two low twos? And then now it's where, like- where are you buying gas at twos? It's in the fours, four dollars a gallon. I think you're stuck in. It's four. No, I think he's talking about. You're talking about. It went from point twenty cents to like point forty cents. Yeah, yeah. Okay. About, we, yeah, four dollars. We thought you were talking about. It went from two dollars to four dollars. Yeah, no, it's four dollars <laughs> and X amount of cents. So we were four dollars and fourteen cents. We've been hovering that for quite a while, and before I knew it, uh, I saw four. Well, it's four sixty nine. Is where it jumped up to, and then I saw a four eighty eight, and I was just like, "Okay, how is that current average, current average right now is going to be four dollars and fifty nine cents?" Right. So I mean, like, you're right. So you just huge, huge jump. So I got in the conversation with everybody uh, in the different forums we were talking about, and you know, of course, a lot of the, the people I talk with, some people know that we have a show, and some people I don't really disclose the fact that we have a show. I just kind of hang out in the room and, and have conversations. But some of the people that do know that I, they've talked to me in the past, they said, "You know, what do you think?" 
the change is going to be, or do you think we're going to see a, a change? And what do you think? Why do you think we're holding so strong? Well, obviously, if, you know, if you guys watch the news quite a bit, you guys know we're holding strong because obviously all the different laws change as far as producing gasoline here in, in the United States. Uh, so that obviously was a big, huge push. But so one of the conversations I got into was the underlying uh, factors of uh, gasoline. And here's something that I don't think anybody's really thought of, or maybe you have, and, and, and maybe you just haven't talked about in cer- certain circles, but one of the conversations keeps on coming up. If you guys remember, we go all the way back quite a few years. There's the big push for cars to be, you know, fuel efficient. They had to get like over 50 miles a gallon. There was that big, huge push for that. And then they kind of laid off of that. And then it was the big push into electric cars, by a certain date for manufacturers to be producing so many electric cars. Has anybody really thought about the fact, and, and this is what came up in the conversation, and, and I had a little bit, but not, I guess I hadn't really put all the pieces totally together. One of the things that was uh, brought up, the fact that if you keep gas prices high to the point where people can't afford to drive their cars, it would push people into electric vehicles quicker. Oh, yeah. You didn't think about that? I, I I didn't, yes, but no, I didn't really, th- I mean, obviously. I mean, there's I, a concept I, I thought for it, a while No, no, now. okay, so hold on. So, yes, I did. I understand the fact that people are like, I'm just going to be an electric car. But if you're, what I'm saying is there's there's that thought process now. People are like, it's being purposely done. We're purposely holding prices at astronomical levels, and we'll continue to hold being. We have no interest in fixing that problem because it fixes the agenda of getting people into electric cars. So if you just hold the price long enough, where people just get tired. Let's say, you, you know, you hold it like that for two years and people just get so frustrated because they can't drive their cars. It would push people quicker into electric vehicles. And before you guys start to hit me with a bunch of texts and a bunch of emails and stuff and argue with me, because I know there's people out there see it a little bit different. The general public in America, they did a vote in, in a poll this week that agree upon this. So where they're at is they're like, if the prices, you know, people are asked, if the prices stay where they are, would you, you know, get you to go get an electric car? And the answer was yes. Unanimously, yes. So therefore, you have to think, is there a little bit of conspiracy that sticks to that that makes you want to, you know, really think about the fact that could we adjust the gas prices and we won't because, like I said, they would serve that agenda and get you into an electric car quicker? which they wanted to have everybody in electric cars. Like, they, what they want to have, like, 60% of the cars on the road, like, by 2025, be electric. Well, this would push it. It would push you in that direction. Yeah, a lot quicker, too. I can too. guarantee you, if, if, I go, if I was going to go buy a car within the next three years, I would be looking for an electric car right now. Just because on the way gas prices are... Would it be electric, it, or would it be, like, uh, half uh, and half? Hybrid, high, 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 yeah, probably. Okay, okay. Probably where, like, if I didn't... Let's be honest. I'd probably forget to charge the vehicle in. I see. That's a, I, was just, I didn't want to say that, but I was just sitting there thinking. I was like, Cameron can't even charge a cell phone, let alone remember to charge his car. I would. I would uh, probably forget. So if I could switch it to the gasoline, I would like that. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't go full gasoline anymore. I mean, I, I really do feel like we're going to have a push on hot hybrid cars again, and. We're I think, I think you're going to see less. I think you're going to see less hybrid. I think you're going to see a lot more electric. Well, we're seeing more electric, but I feel like somebody's going to release like a hybrid car and be like, "Hey, look at me! I'm a." Well, they already, have, they already have a bunch of those. So, so I, was, I was looking up right, and it's kind of weird because the production of crude oil and stuff, we've kind of actually done more each year. Even though this year we've done a little less than last year, but for the most part, we've always gone up in production, and our consumption-wise is six percent less than 2018. So why is gas almost double from then? Well, like I said, so a lot of people have their own theory, and you can have a theory on this. You can get arguments about this. I've learned quickly this is a hot topic so much that it just stirs up arguments because people just have their own views. But like I said, it does hold to the fact, if you think about it, if you hold gas prices high, and just like you said, so we're, you know our consumption's less, I think our production's a little higher, is it not, than it it's was? Less, it's less than last year, but it's generally up compared to the last five years okay so so we're still yeah okay so over the course of five years we have more production less consumption and the prices are high so if you hold the gas prices like i get it we gotta we gotta transport and that's where you know it fluctuates but at the same time is like it seems that it goes more up than it goes down it 
Yeah, it does. Uh, like I say, there's like you can argue this point over and over again. I just think it's funny that if you hold the line and you hold prices up high, you're going to find more people moving into electric cars, and that's what they wanted. They weren't getting people to move quick enough. So there's been a whole talk about this for a while. People just weren't moving into electric cars as quick as they hoped and or wanted. Well, what's one way to fix that? Make it to the point where you can't afford to drive and you have to get one, and now you move that needle. I mean, it's just it's interesting that... I don't know. It's an interesting concept. Every little budge gets you somewhere, you know. And I feel like the manufacturers know that, you know. Like, oh, if we tweak this just a little bit or if we degrade this just a little bit, then they'll go towards this, you know. And it's like, I don't want that. Well, it pushes want, an agenda for, you know, the electric cars as well as, you know, cars, like you said, to push 54 miles it, per gallon. Okay, so I, I get that and I understand if you, so you you came back on the fact where it was going to be that was going to be the law you know the cars had to hit certain by a certain time and I think manufacturers yeah manufacturers kind of pushed it and were like we, it's just not you can't they're not going to get there they weren't going to they weren't going to hit that mark so they eased off on that and that was during um, Trump administration I believe is when they eased, decided to ease off that a little bit so like I say it's it's an interesting I don't even think it's conspiracy it was, it was a, I don't want to say conspiracy it was Obama's administration. Who pushed for for all the yeah, yeah, yeah so it was Obama and then it went into Trump and he eased off of it and then now we're back into Biden. And so like I said, it, <laughs> camera started to laugh. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just giving the, the the way the events laid out. So it's just I I I find it very hard to believe. So let me, let me give you so I told you guys I have friends who own gas stations and stuff. And people are like, you guys "Oh, owned a gas station at one time too." Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, we had, our family had them in the past. And right, it's a lot of people get mad and they're frustrated with the gas station, and they're like, "Oh, you know, da, 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 da. And, you know." I can say, I say, da da da, because that's just the easiest way to take they all can the jumbling that goes together. Change the price so much, but every gas station gets the same gasoline for the same well, exact price. Some, some, sometimes they do, but they don't a lot. A lot of them aren't held to, so they're buying it from the cheapest supplier. But my so, thing is competition-wise, though. Okay, well, hold, so let, it's let, like let, you let see me, your competitor jump out. And if there is a competitor, what are they competing against? What am I putting in my car that they're competing against? Hey, hold on, let me just that, give you. Let me give you something. Hold on. So, an average fuel load. Any idea what an average fuel load cost for uh, to fill up the pumps? You guys have any idea? I'm, I'm thinking like five grand. to carry like. The cost of of the gas. Or? Yeah. What What does that gas station owner pay to have his tanks filled up? Any idea? What do you guys think that one fill up is going to be? Small station, probably five grand. Medium station, probably about. No, you're ten. not no. even close. Not even five really? grand. Think you're, you're not you're, even you're, close. Look, I just put fifty bucks in my own tank. So, so I think it's important that you guys know this because it kind of gives you an idea. Like, when, don't get upset with some of these. Because a lot of these gas stations, not all of them, a lot of gas stations, it's like they like have private grand, owners, twenty, thirty grand. About thirty-eight thousand dollars to fill to fill up the tank. They got right, and they got to pay for that right on the spot. And that's that's weekly. it. They got to write a right? check for that. Is it weekly or monthly? Uh, that's like a monthly fill up. So thirty-eight thousand dollars, right? And that's just, and, and they maybe need to get more than that. But let's just say that's the average. How much money do you think they make on that thirty-eight thousand dollars? Now keep in mind, they got to like go a, ahead and write that check. Like a thousand. Probably like a thousand. I mean, it's a couple of cents. It's a couple of cents. It's a couple, a couple of cents. That's why thirty-eight thousand dollars that they are required to go ahead and spend instantly. Like I got to write a check for it. The truck shows up, it delivers the fuel. I got to write a check. Thirty-eight thousand dollars. What do you think the return on that is? Like a thousand. I know they only get a couple cents per like right gallon. this second in the way that fuel prices are and the way how bad these gas stations, these mom and pop places that are owned, eighty-five dollars is what they make. $85 profit on a $38,000 load that they had to write a check for right then there. You guys better start buying some Debbie cakes when you guys so, in, 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 right, so when you stop into a gas station, especially if it's a mom and pop place, buy a soda, buy a Debbie cake, buy something. Because, I mean, that's it. Could you imagine having to write a check for $38,000 and your return on that investment would be $85? That's how bad it is for gas stations right now. You all think it's bad putting gas in your guys' tank. And I'm not, you know, I'm people like, oh, I'm not going to feel sorry for, the, for these gas stations. Well, a lot of these gas stations are privately owned. They're mom and pops. I, I have a lot of friends that own their own gas stations. And I had never in a million years really thought about the fact that that was how bad it got until I got into a conversation with them. I was like, I'm just realizing cow. one of our own Napa sponsors owns a gas station. There's more. There, look, there's, there's, there is... It's it's insane the amount of money 
that it takes to keep something open for such little, little, yeah. little bit of money. But that's that why you it costs back. everything in the store costs double. Well, no, that's not true though. You go to a lot of these mom and pop places, and they are not beating you over over the head for Debbie cakes or you know ho hos or whatever. They, you said Debbie cakes, and I got stuck I know, in my head. I know. So <laughs> somebody told me Debbie cakes earlier this week, and so stuck in my like head. I said, I mean. That's the reason why. That's the reason why you saw gas stations turn into gas stations and convenience stores because they couldn't survive on the gasoline alone. That's the reason why you see gas stations have repair shops and stuff like that back in the day because they couldn't. Well, that's probably why. Is that why? Probably why someone like pumped your gas for you because you're supposed to well, tip see, no, that guy. I, I miss full service. I miss full service gas stations. There's still some places. Well, that well do in it. New Jersey, you have to pump yourself. Just keep that in mind when we head that way. You got don't get out and try to pump your own gas. Oh, because we are. Dri- oh, yeah, yeah, we are. So yeah, we got I'm a road driving. trip for ourselves planning and stuff. So we'll be heading through through that neck of the woods. On that note, guys, I got to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got some more for you guys. You guys hold tight, and we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Dave Palach on Let's Talk Cars Radio. Dave will be right back. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow & Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949. Residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads. Those who know, call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated. Something really cool happened in 1975. And no, it wasn't the beginning of the disco era. Congress passed the Magnuson-Moss Act. So you don't have to take your vehicle back to your dealer to keep your vehicle manufacturer's warranty in effect. Our Napa Auto Care Center uses the proper replacement parts and procedures to keep that warranty valid. Visit our independently owned Napa Auto Care Center today. Hey guys, you asked for it and I delivered. Check out our all-star team of automotive specialists at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon, Michelle. Thanks for coming in. No problem. What is that? Oh, Curtis dropped that off earlier this week. He calls it the excitement button? Every time you say Liberty, I'm supposed to push this button. Liberty? Yeah. Liberty? Oh, yeah. Liberty? Liberty Transmissions for the Working Man. I don't know about this, Dave. You gotta admit, it's got a ring to it. Liberty Transmission, 233-3131. That's 233-3131. Better yet, visit them today. 5160 Singleton Way in Virginia Beach. 233-3131. Liberty Transmission. There's no place like home. Home is where the heart is. Home sweet home. Like every movie, book, and song, every story has a beginning and end. Let your story start today. Call Bob Barnum today at the Perfect House Team with the Real Estate Group. Bob here from the Perfect House Team. From beginning to end, I'm ready to help you write your story. Call me today at 757-464-1003. That's 757-464-1003. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Now, back to your host, Dave Palach. Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to Let's Talk Cars Radio. So, before we went to break, we were talking about the inevitable gas prices and stuff. And I know everybody's tired of hearing about it. So, I want to jump into something a little different. Here's the thing. So, it seems this year is the year of custom car like giveaway. So, it seems like a lot of companies are building custom cars and doing crazy raps and stuff like that. So one of the ones that actually was sent over to me, which I thought was different. So 7-Eleven, if you guys don't, didn't know, 7-Eleven is doing a Mustang. It's already done. And uh, 
I guess it's going to make some stops. You'll see it, and then I'm sure I get a bunch of press on the internet and stuff as well. But it's got a custom wrap on it, and they did some crazy stuff to to the car to kind of try to customize. I guess one of the biggest things they really did. I don't know. There's not like a whole lot you can do. I guess to to it. But I started thinking about it, and I was like, so this the one of the things it has. It has a, a an air freshener that hangs in it. That smells like a fresh cup of coffee. Well, I guess that's kind of a simple customization. One of the cool things is, I guess the shifter knob is like a Slurpee. They made it like the shifter like knob, a like a Slurpee cup, or just the Slurpee uh, straw. It's a Slurpee. I'm thinking maybe like a Slurpee. <laughs> it's the a Slurpee. steel shaped uh, Slurpee cup. It's like a it's like a milkshake style. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, so it's pretty cool. interesting. I mean, <clears throat> so it, the cup holders they enlarge the cup holders so they can actually hold a big gulp because you know most cup holders don't hold a big gulp. Hold a big gulp, yeah. So they made them larger so they hold a big gulp in them. Um, so little things they did. And I started thinking about, it. I was like, okay, so I would have put like AC in the cup holder. So my big goat don't melt. Ah, yeah. I mean like, maybe so it, like, so it freezes or something yeah, like that. Exactly. That'd, that'd be a cool customization. It probably, here's the thing that once you do something like that and then it breaks, breaks. it's like, who do you yeah. go to fix it? Who do you it? go to fix it? You know what I mean? It has like a food tray. It looks like. <laughs> go to your nearest Seven Eleven. They'll fix so, it. <laughs> well, here, so you guys remember, what, what was the show that used to do to all the custom cars, uh, back in the, uh, back in the day? Pimp My Ride. You know, they did crazy crazy like modifications you know they the actually never got to take those cars home right no they did no, no they did. i saw an article about pimp my ride and they were talking about how a lot of times a lot like some like the craziest inventions you guys saw on tv and stuff a lot of it wasn't safe to drive the road so they had to either take it out of the car and disassemble it and they'd be able to take it home maybe or something like that but it wasn't actually in the car they had to like i, I, I read something i read something similar to what you're talking about there was something like some of the stuff like, like popcorn it, maker like one it, it time. only, only kind of worked like it worked for screen yeah but didn't really work like the cotton machine but uh, they all got their candy cars, machine but like they, there was a, a guy did the where are they are now or something like that video I, I saw it and it went and tracked down some of the cars that were built and they had some of the crazy customizations and the cars were just nobody was driving anymore they were just sitting and you know what i mean they just it, it was for show purpose i guess more than anything else but i start like i said i start thinking about it so if you could think of like a company and they are going to modify a car. Could you think of like what would be a cool modification to do? Like, think about it for like, you know, I want to say Monster Energy because you know we're we're, we're Monster people. So, but you know, Monster has a lot of cars out there that are wrapped. Yeah, they and, do and stuff like that. This I, I haven't seen them do anything like crazy. Like, did you like Im- like the Red Bull put like car. the rim in, in the wheel? Remember the Red Bull car that they had driving down here in Virginia Beach where. Their whole car, the whole top roof, they customize into a okay, Red Bull. Okay, no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that you can, you have, can like, add into your own car. Right, like you could have like a Mustang, and you want it like the, the the Red Bull edition. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? Do you do a bull as a shifter knob or something like that, or do you do like the center caps of the wheels? You have the Red Bull, you know, logo embroidered into the center. I mean, cap that would be kind of cool with the Red Bull, like the bull as like the tire emblems, and then yeah, yeah you're right. You know, uh, the Red Bull can as like the shifter, and then right. So you could do things on, like, guys, like we don't you, want to give people you have to do ideas you have to do like the fly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one of the coolest Nathaniel and I uh, were talking about it off the air before we came back on the air and stuff. One of the coolest ones, I you know, as simple as it sounds, like Apple. Apple would be cool where you do this exhaust and you do side exhaust out through the body, and you just do a an Apple symbol. And have the exhaust come out the side, yeah. of the side with an apple symbol, and then the shifter knob actually being a solid. So, apple. when you say the symbol, right? I was like wondering, are you talking about like the exhaust is in the shape of an apple? Because that no, would be kind of the apple. That would logo. be kind of cool. In the shape, yeah. yeah, the exhaust is in the shape of the, the apple. Apple, logo. apple, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I just think that'd be, yeah, it'd be cool. Just just a tip, just be and have it side port. We're not where it's hanging down, but it actually comes out the side panel. Where you cut in the side body panel and put it in, and have it where it comes out the side. Just, I'm telling you, that would uh, you could do it. It'd be kind of neat. Here's one of the things that would, I, like, I did read, though. I guess the logo into the wheel instead of having an actual emblem. Why hasn't people done that, actually? Wait, no, I don't know. There's a couple different things. I guess the 7-Eleven Mustang, though, is not a V8. Somebody said they believe it's going to be a V. It's a V6. They haven't car. disclosed what Mustang it is. Well, they, they already have. It's already built. For the pictures <laughs> well, yeah, I've seen. It's built. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, but they believe, it's, they believe it's a V6. And I start thinking, why do all that stuff? If you're just going to do it, so some people say. So look, the, what they're saying is that they, they haven't disclosed super gold. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't disclosed what Mustang they. We know is at 2021. They don't right. know what type of Mustang it has. You know, like obviously what it has in it and stuff. Right. But some people are saying by the interior, it could be the GT V8. Uh, I don't know. I saw something that says it, it's 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 a V6 car. I hope that's not the case. 
<laughs> I hope you didn't do all that work and then it's not that you did a lot. You put a wrap on it, you did some other stuff to it. And, you know, like I said, I hope you just didn't do all that to a V6 car. I mean, yeah, that'd be terrible. That'd be kind of. Yeah, it would be like. I mean, it's still cool though. I mean, like, you know. Look, I like custom cars. You just throw some you know? I, I like on custom, it. I like custum car giveaways. 7-Eleven just wanted to be a part of the Me Too group. They were like, I got a oh, Me Too, too. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, this goes beyond that because we have, yeah, I got no. bigger cup holders. You can't say Me Too. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I got a slurpy shift knob. Nobody's going to say me too. Plus the paint, the paint looks pretty cool too on it. Yeah, it's too. a wrap. Oh, it's actually, wrap. Yeah, it is a wrap, it is, and it's cool. It's different. Seven Eleven colors. I remember when like car it's not giveaway- over the top though. That's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I remember when car giveaways were like were huge. It seemed like the eighties and nineties. It used to be big. To, like they did like a lot of custom cars, and you saw them all. And then there was a lot of gimmick cars and stuff. Like so, if you guys go, if you if you notice, like uh, I don't know if it's still popular, but maybe I'm going to say go back like seven or eight years. People were doing cars with like the box of cereal, like they they paint the car up like a box of cereal. It was like, really like big. Fruit Loops, yeah, like Fruit Loops and Corn Flakes and stuff like That's that. People do the whole scheme of the car. It was really big, like in Georgia, and Mississippi, and stuff like that, because they were doing the, the the dubs and stuff like that, and they do all the crazy. And, and I actually thought some were kind of cool. I was just like, I was the I'm, just thinking, I'm like, not into a dub or anything wait, like that. So think about the parrot, like <laughs> sitting, like kind of on the tire a, a little bit. Almost falling with the bowl of cereal going It'd towards be the back a wrap, wheel. Though, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that would be a wrap. But I don't that know. That would like, be cool with the Fruit Loops like flying because you're no, like, I, going I, so fast. I get I mean, it. Think about it. That would. Uh, we got a Fruit Loop car coming to the show, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like I get. It. Like I'm into custom cars. Like I said, I just think some of the cars that they do up and they they plan on giving away, I think is actually you know really really cool setup and, and neat. I just. You have to think, you got to think outside the box. Like, you got to make it like something that's really custom. And so, you know, whatever sponsor you're trying to build that car for, you have to start thinking like things that are different and attract people to it. And I thought it'd be as easy, really easy. Then when Nathaniel and I got talking about it, we couldn't really come up with anything. Yeah, we were like, well, wait a minute. It's kind of hard to like know. put your, yeah, to put sponsor, your, touch, yeah, yeah, to put your, your, like the sponsor yourself in a car and stuff. Cause like, you know, you're, you're selling like multiple different things. So it's not like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but no, I, I, no, I understand. It's definitely different. I guess you don't realize just how hard it is to come up with like a cool giveaway concept car until you're like, okay, here's an empty checkbook. Like, go ahead know, and figure it out. Yeah, right. I mean, even like with Seven Eleven, <coughs> like you know, it's pretty smart. Like, but like even with them, like you can't really think of anything else to like extend on. Plus, you know, with the cup holders and the the uh, shift knob and all that. Like after that, and the air freshener. After that, you kind of like. Start to lose like all your options. The headrest uh, no. has no. You don't the, think so? The headrest has too many tacos sitting there. <laughs> so I had so I said for like Apple, like we were discussing it off the air, and I said you could take like you know where all the plastic pieces wrap around in a car goes down the door panels, wraps around and matches up with the dash and stuff like that. You're talking about the trim. Yeah, all the trim pieces. Take those and make those keys where you had it like you know make look like, like the keyboard keys. Make them keyboard keys. Mm-hmm. Actual for that you put your hand on and feel them and have the numbers. Yeah, I said it'd be cool, on. but what would be the point of that? Because it's custom. It's like, something different. I think about if you click a certain a certain combination of keys, like something happens to the vehicle. Oh, see, yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's it's like like where one of those, a couple keys in a certain place are actually real push buttons yeah. to actually do something. Well, I'm a technology guy, so I know like keep keyboard shortcuts. So think about like a keyboard camera shortcut. Camera is like hit control like, alt delete and it actually does yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> Deletes the car. <laughs> that's your that's your exhaust tone delete. Yeah. It makes it louder or not. That'd be kind of funny. But like I said, I mean, you you have to have you know that thought process. So like, like I thought it would be easy to but, turn the car off. You have to type in "turn off." Yeah, no, yeah no, that would be too much. <laughs> but no, I mean, customizing a car. I guess there is a lot that goes into it if you're trying to do something for like a product for somebody. And like I said, I thought it'd be easy until I actually sat down and started trying to think of things. I was like, man, I don't know. Like I said, the Apple seemed to be the easiest one, but Nathaniel and I threw out a couple of different ideas, a couple of different you know many not manufacturers, but companies or corporations and stuff that we and i was like couldn't really think because you go right back to the shifter knob everything like seems to go that's to what i'm saying it's like almost you know the same I mean? thing you're changing yeah, you it's do like the exact small same thing, thing every car all the same small things starbucks comes up and it's like the radio loads up with a coffee image <laughs> well <laughs> hot brew coffee that would be a sponsorship oh, I already knew. <laughs> right there wait a minute think about it if they are actually encouraging you 7-Eleven, think about this. If you're driving in your car and you look over and you see the slurpy shifter, you're going to be like, 
I want a Slurpee, you know, and you're going to go drive. So I guess it's kind of a good, a good promotional thing because. Like, like Starbucks, if it loaded up with a coffee, yeah, I heard. So what, what, what if it made you a hot cup of coffee? I don't yeah, know. or like like in the Starbucks vehicle, you could do like a heater to keep your coffee warm in you know in the cup holder. Wait, I no. think that already exists in certain cars. Let, let's reverse. You just said make you coffee. That would be interesting. Your car <laughs> makes you coffee. If you guys could come up with like a better idea, I mean, let us. Like I said, I thought it'd be easy. Like. If you just told me I had money and I could customize a car, and here's the sponsor that you want to customize the car for, I mean, and go from there, I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I thought it would be a lot easier than it is, but it's not that easy. I mean, if you gave me an open checkbook and said, hey, make a Napa-sponsored car, you know what I mean? How would I come I'd have to really sit down and really think about what I would do to make tailor that car to support the sponsor and make it look right. I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's easier than I think. Maybe because I'm just not sitting down with a piece of paper and a pen and... I don't have the car in front of me. Maybe that's what it is, but I don't know. You guys let me know. Send me the message. Tell me what you guys would do and what company you guys would want a car made up for. I'm curious what you guys had to say. On that note, i got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got a lot more for you. You guys hold tight. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Dave Palach on Let's Talk Cars Radio. Dave will be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, guys, it's time to change up Liberty's commercial. Curtis couldn't make it, so Michelle Price is coming in, and she said absolutely no messing around this time. Hey, Michelle, are you ready? Yep. Okay, go for it. Hi, I'm Michelle Price from Liberty Transmission. Now, I could sit here and tell you a bunch of stuff you really don't care to hear about transmissions, but I'm not. However, if you want a great transmission at a fair price and you want it from a family shop where a handshake still means everything, come see us at Liberty Transmission. My husband's name is on every one. How was that? Well, I think that pretty much says it all. But just one last thing. Woo! Sorry, Michelle. Curtis made me do it. Liberty Transmission, 233-3131. That's 233-3131. Better yet, visit them today. 5160 Singleton Way in Virginia Beach, 233-3131, Liberty Transmission. There's something special about Napa Auto Care Centers. They're backed by the national strength of Napa. Nationwide warranties honored by thousands of locations. You know that's Napa know-how. But more importantly, your Napa Auto Care Center is independently owned and operated by neighborhood professionals who operate by a written code of ethics. Put your vehicle in the hands of ASC certified technicians who will greet you with a smile you can trust. Visit us today. You heard me say it, and now here's your chance. Now's the time to go find your auto garage. Don't wait until it's too late. Go to NapaBDGHRVA.com and find your all-star car care center today. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Talk to you soon. Hey, guys. Dave from Let's Talk Cars Radio. So for the last two years, if you listen to the show, you've heard me talk about my dream house. It has been a great experience buying land, building my house, even selling my old house. One thing I didn't tell you about was the real estate agent that I used. I used Bob Bardem from the Perfect House team in the real estate group. It's been one of the best experiences I've ever had. Bob has been there for us from beginning to end and treated us just like family. I'm telling you, you've heard me talk about this because it has been one of the truly best experiences that I've had. If I did not choose Bob, I don't think that I would have all the best things to say about building this house. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home, definitely give Bob a call at the Perfect House team in the real estate group. You can contact Bob at 757-464-1003. That's 757-464-1003. And I'll talk to you soon. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow & Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. 
air conditioning and heating, and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow & Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949, residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow & Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads, those who know, call J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Now, back to your host, Dave Palach. Hey, guys, welcome back. Hey, so here's something. I want to kind of, you know, we were talking about gas prices earlier and stuff, and one of the conversations, I told you I got a couple of different conversations this week, was the cost and repairs and are parts going to go up and is labor going to go up? And the answer to that is yes, obviously it is. I mean, labor rates for automotive repair technically right this second are, have been low. I mean, they really have. Not everybody really has gotten in line and, and gotten it probably where I believe it should be. Um, there's people that are now finally starting to have to because everything else is going up, so they're having to you know bring labor costs up. But then parts. I mean, parts have been crazy. I mean, I know people that have cars sitting for three weeks and you know because they can't get the part. The car's just there. Imagine having your car break down and go, well, you'll see it when you see it because they can't get the part. That's really happening. I mean, it's a really big thing right this second that's happening. So I got into the conversation about cars and the best cars to have for the least amount of repairs and the most expensive cars too. And then, so we went and did a little bit of research on it and I pulled it up and like said, as you get in a conversation with people, people will argue about things, but then go and actually have facts to back it up with things where people have actually done research. It's a little bit different. That tends to slow people down a little bit. So what do you guys think are some of the cheapest cars to own and repair? Some of the cheapest cars? We go by Cheap. brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, you know, brand. You can go by brand. You can go by an actual car. Which uh, one? I mean, obviously, we're, I'm going to guess with Ford and Acura as probably your cheaper ones. Um, they did not make the list. As the cheap ones to fix? Yeah. Yeah, really? yeah they did not make the list. So Honda Cameron, didn't make the list either? <laughs> cheapest, cheapest cars to repair. What do you, what do you think? Acura. Acura mm-hmm. and Toyota. You, you didn't hear me. Oh, what was it? No, no, I'm talking about. Oh, he wasn't oh, listening. He was he was in depth into the computer fixing yeah, something like that. Um, Acura and Toyota's not it, really. Yeah. So he, it's Toy, Toyota is on it. Acura, is is Acura, on it. Yeah, okay, can I take one more guess because I didn't hear Acura? Yeah, go ahead. Mitsubishi. It, it is on the list, believe it or okay. not. So I did, So here's the here's kind of how it lays out. So uh, one of the studies was done, and there's a bunch of them out there. You guys can go find tons of them, but this is this was a pretty reliable source on things. So Toyota Yaris, cheap car to repair. Toyota Corolla, the Toyota, and Toyota over and over again. Toyota Prius, Toyota Camry, Toyota Avalon, all some of the cheapest cars to repair. And what they do is, I guess they do that over an average of ten years, voting it ten years, and what the cost is over a ten year period of time to have to do repairs on that car. Any idea what you think the average repair cost should be for ten years on a car? Like together, yeah, yeah ten cost, years, yeah, yeah, ten average years cost, ten years cars? together, yeah. Four grand. Yeah, I'd say less. Four I'd grand. say less than that. I'd say maybe three. Uh, he's he's actually close. So between four and five grand is the average cost in ten years on the cheap side of doing cars. So some of the other cars are on the list: the Honda Fit, the Mitsubishi Mirage. You hit him, hit Mitsubishi. The Honda Civic, the Honda Insight, and the Nissan Versa. Believe it or not, some of the cheapest cars to repair. I would have thought Acura. I, I, I was about to say Acura. Yeah, would, yeah. Acura would have but been I'm thinking on that maybe list. because Acura is a high end of a Honda. That's the reason why it's more the parts. Yeah, well, maybe right, it's right. not because maybe they're doing it based off of actual repairs. You know, and an Acura can go a while without a repair. Well, I mean, uh, so can Toyotas. That's yeah, why so, I was about to say. So, I mean, so can Toyota. So it's it's on but the, the list difference too. between Toyota and Acura when you do need to make a repair, Toyota's still on the cheap side. And well, you're paying like, for the name. It's no yeah, different like Lexus. Like, you know, if you have a Lexus and it breaks down, you're paying for it. You have a Mercedes and it breaks down. You're paying for it because it's got the name that's connected to it. So that tends to be, you know, the case. So, all right. Somebody agreed with us. <laughs> <laughs> Most expensive. Any idea? BMW. Yeah, I was say BMW. BMW. Uh, Mercedes. Mercedes. All right. So I'll let, you, I'll let you know that 
BMW and Mercedes both made the list as most expensive. So your BMW X1, your BMW X2, the BMW X3, they are also the most expensive. <laughs> X1, vehicles. X2, I don't know X3. any of the Xs, so I'm okay. Yeah, so, here's, so here's the thing. How much do you think the average cost is on the most expensive vehicles? Ten grand. Pair? Ten grand. For the next ten years? Oh, the next ten years? Uh, yeah, a grand a year. Period. A grand a year. What's your guess? Yeah, I would say eight to ten. All right. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we're way Try. off. No, no, you're 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 the ballpark. Ten to seventeen thousand dollars in the ten years is is, mm. is the average pay from four to five on the cheapest end. That's y'all BMW owners blowing your so engines. So here's up, some of the cars that are on the on the list and or trucks. Ram fifteen hundred, one of the most expensive vehicles to fix, apparently. Yeah. Really? Yeah, fifteen hundred. Yeah, the Chevy Spark. The Chevy Spark's not even like. Like a big a car that people really would ever talk think, about. yeah, whatever talk about expensive car to fix the Dodge Journey, expensive okay. to fix. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, the Hyundai Venue, expensive to fix. What's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? The Jeep Compass, expensive. And Mercedes was on the list and it was the uh, GLA class, but I have. They I'm, say why they're the most expensive. They say like the like what? No, the average on an average of. Doing a study on it, that's what it is. Now, I did. I was watching something um, about two weeks ago, and it was talking about expensive cars to have and expensive cars to fix and cars that were cheap to fix and stuff like that. Some of the cars, you know, that are cheap to fix and or people think are expensive to fix, are it varies between the two. So, like they say, owning a pickup truck is some of the cheapest repairs on a pick owning pickup trucks because pickup trucks are made so. Durable, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, but and, I would you know also I, mean? I would also say uh, one point for that big price tag of the most expensive cars of maintenance wise is I would say is oil change. Wouldn't you agree? Because yeah. like when you have like a higher performance car, you're changing sure, your oil sure. a lot more. I, I don't disagree with you at all. And especially I mean, if you're not doing it yourself and you're paying on maintenance and stuff. I mean that adds up quite a bit. I saw, I saw something. Is it is it the Lamborghini or is it, is it the Lamborghini the Bugatti or something like that? It's like twenty five thousand yeah, dollars, like to change, change, like to change the oil on it or something. And I was just like, okay, I knew the maintenance was the really McLaren's expensive on those cars, and too. I was like, holy cow! I was like, I, I don't know, I got some oil out in the garage and some tools. I was watching a guy that actually rents those vehicles out, and he says he he strives for people to mess it up. He goes because. In their con- in his contract, yeah, yeah, states, I see, yeah, 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 yeah. they're responsible and for everything. He'll literally like go up with measurements and try to measure so, the tires. Here's so the he thing. can charge them a fee to pay for the tires later. Here's the thing. So I don't like companies like that. I don't either. Okay. I mean, right? So you're that you're mean, trying to get you're a renting your right. car out. You're you, like you're just looking for any reason. Like, and I told you guys the story. If you all hadn't heard the story before, I'll, I'll remind you. We rented a car in another country. And had that vehicle in another country. And I rented it. Everybody was nice, polite, great. We went. And like I said, I've told this story on the air before. Then when I brought it back, three people showed up. Now, one person, hey, how are you doing? Here's the keys. Have a great time. Blah, 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 blah. And we went on our way. And then when it came to return, three people showed up and they picked that vehicle apart. They walked all around that vehicle got they laid on their backs got underneath Didn't you make the a vehicle. comment and then they just was like oh okay and i did because i was getting irritated and i was trying and i realized i'm in a different country so i'm trying to kind of not get upset and lose my temper because i'm not in america but and, you know don't want to end up in any strange prison yeah right. so but they crawled all over that car for like 20 minutes looking for something wrong that they could charge me for and i was just like that was my first experience like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've rented cars over and over again. I've rented sports cars. Never had any problems. But the video this, still, uh, the video you were making about you being there, it's still up on our Instagram a couple hours before that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I actually think it is. But like I said, I mean, it's just, it was crazy because, I mean, we're not talking like, I'm ex- I'm not even trying to even like to the point where it feels like I'm exaggerating this. I'm not exaggerating. They all showed up and just started crawling all over the car looking for something that we we could have done or could have got charged for and like i didn't go abuse their vehicle so i rented a jeep actually is what it was and then i took the jeep off road because that's 
whole point of running they the have Jeep. A Jeep. Yep, and I had it off road, and I put it in four wheel low. I mean, there was, and I had to climb some hills with it and stuff because I had it way out there. And if you guys see some of the videos, I think we posted a long time ago, you'll see I was right on the edge of where the ocean drops off from cliffs and stuff. And I was driving with a Jeep, and there was some small mountains we had to climb with that thing. But I didn't tear that vehicle up. I made sure I treated it like it was mine uh, because it wasn't mine. So I wanted to treat it just as nice, you know, <laughs> and make sure. But I'm glad that I didn't because we saw people out there tearing things up, rooting up and having a good time and stuff. I, they had uh, uh, UTVs and well, we saw people airborne jumping them. I mean, like jumping them off huge jumps and stuff. And I was just like, man. That, and then, of course, when we got back uh, from doing all this and we, we got back for the night and we were having dinner and stuff, we heard about people getting charges. Like they had, like they were same problem like we had, but like people actually getting hit with charges for things because they were out there doing like, I guess what you would do if you owned it, maybe you'd be out there ripping it up and jumping it and stuff like that. But the thing is, is you don't own it. Yeah, you don't own it. It's not yours. And you pay immensely for, like I said, three guys, three guys to check out and, and look at all and see what's going on. It's just, it's kind it of crazy. like that on our ATV tour. We took that thing over. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like guys I said, on ATVs. I yeah, know. like I said, I, it's, it's just crazy to me how that works out. So, you know, with having vehicles and the expense of maintaining them and keeping them, stuff like that, the rental car companies, I guess I can kind of understand, especially if they have exotics and stuff, you know, but the companies are actually sitting there trying to like get over on you and like look for something wrong. Well, look, so they I pay, can you pay take your care rent, of those repairs. Yeah. You pay the you know price that it takes to rent the car and then you move on. You don't charge for every little, you know. Oh, but they try. I know they do. They were definitely Even trying. Like, remember when I told you when I tried to drop off the car and they wanted like a full gas tank and it was like the nearest gas station was like at least five six miles away so it's like how are you ever gonna have a full tank of gas dropping it off and they try to charge well, it here's the thing i i'll tell you you have to have gas in the car when you drop it back off you had the same amount that you had when you took it that's just the way it is no no, no. on the race they wanted a full tank of gas oh like, you didn't, you didn't like, get it with a full tank well no I, I a little bit they were missing a little bit but at the same time is more like yeah i got you it's all there's always somebody trying to get over on you guys and on that note i gotta take a quick commercial break when we come back we got some more for you, you guys hold tight you're gonna like this next episode talk to you soon You're listening to Dave Palach on Let's Talk Cars Radio. Dave will be right back. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Well, here's a pound of prevention from your Napa Auto Care Center. We'll customize a preventive maintenance package for your vehicle that will save you time, money, and hassles now and down the road. We'll ask, do you drive mainly in the city or on the highway? Plan to keep your vehicle how long? And more. Preventive maintenance is a good thing that prevents bad things. Build yours at your Napa Auto Care Center today. Hey, guys. Dave Pillot from Let's Talk Cars Radio. Do you currently have a repair shop you trust? Haven't found the time to go to a garage for all your automotive needs? Check out the all-star team at NapaBDGHRVA.com. That's NapaBDGHRVA.com. Let them show you what it's like to work with the professionals and make a friend along the way. Talk to you soon. So you're ready to make a move. Whether buying or selling a home, you find you have more questions than answers. You're wondering if you're even asking the right questions or where do you go from here? Stop. Take a deep breath, even count to three. Buying or selling a home is one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make. Every house has a story. Let yours begin now by calling me, Bob Barnum, with the Perfect House team at The Real Estate Group. Call me today at 757-464-1003. That's 757-464-1003. Nobody remembers the name J.F. Whitlow & Sons Incorporated until you need them. But when you have a toilet problem, drains back up, pipes freeze, your heat or air conditioning stops working, then you remember J.F. Whitlow & Sons. Don't forget the phone number, 399-1714. That's 399-1714. Air conditioning and heating and all plumbing. J.F. Whitlow and Sons have been serving Hampton Roads since 1949. Residential and commercial. You can always count on J.F. Whitlow and Sons to get to you fast and get the job done right the first time. Located in Portsmouth and serving all of Hampton Roads. Those who know, call J.F. Whitlow and Sons. Call them at 399-1714. That's 399-1714. J.F. Whitlow & Sons, Incorporated. Hey, Michelle. Thanks for coming in. No problem. What is that? Oh, 
Curtis dropped that off earlier this week. He calls it the excitement button? Every time you say Liberty, I'm supposed to push this button. Liberty? Yeah. Liberty? Oh, yeah. Liberty? Liberty Transmissions for the Working Man. I don't know about this, Dave. You gotta admit, it's got a ring to it. Liberty Transmission, 233-3131. That's 233-3131. Better yet, visit them today. 5160 Singleton Way in Virginia Beach. 233-3131. Liberty Transmission. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cars Radio, your automotive specialist. Now, back to your host, Dave Palach. Hey guys, so if you guys have been hanging out with us for the last couple episodes, you guys know there's all different kinds of stuff we jump into. So here's some of the crazy stories from our area, I must say even more interesting stories from the week. Did you guys hear about the seven-year-old that took his uh, parents' car for the ride? No, I did not. Yes. I've been out of the news for a while. <laughs> I heard something about that, but that took yeah, me because right. I heard so it coming. So seven-year-old jumps into his parents' car, and it's a Kia, and they take, he takes it for a ride, I guess. He decides he wants a slushy. Now, we've heard stories about this before. People want to go to 7-Eleven or stuff, but he wants a slushy. He gets in the car, and he drives, and he takes off. He made it pretty far, except before he didn't understand how the traffic laws work. At seven, I guess you probably wouldn't. And he ended up going down the wrong way. Oh, no. Of a three-lane road. So... They end up uh, getting the car stopped. A bunch of uh, good Samaritans end up jumping in and helping out and everything else. And end up getting the car stopped. But, I mean, seven Did years he get old, in trouble? The parents get in trouble? I don't think he... I don't know if he'd get in trouble at that point. The, the news report that I saw uh, was after the fact. And they were, you know, talking with the parents. And the child was there at home and stuff. There, and he was back home. And, I mean, it didn't seem like anybody was in trouble. That's good. I mean, so... I mean, because weird things happen. But, I don't know. I mean... Crazy little joyride he had. I mean, I can remember. Story to tell. I, I remember wanting to drive at a really young age. I mean, I can remember just wanting to drive. I didn't ever think about driving to go and get myself a slushy, but you know, but I, I always wanted to drive at a young age. I think that's probably the reason why I was a really good driver by the time it came time to drive because that's all I wanted to do was drive. And it probably I went down the wrong, the wrong, wrong, yeah, the wrong way street. Is that how you say it? Uh, once and. I took some people with me too, like other people I, were following you because they thought so they were supposed to go. It was me. I can't remember if Nathaniel yeah, I was, was there. So basically, we're going down on these streets, and it was like one of those the ocean front. Yeah, it was the ocean front. It was basically one of those streets. So like basically, the way they paved it and stuff, it was like the straight was kind of like a curve you follow, and it was like you start. It almost points directly to the opposite direction of the traffic. And they have you curve around it. Needless to say, Cameron went that way. Cameron well, went straight behind, through the traffic. I did. I looked straight behind me, and I got two of my friends yeah, and, and another charger. I don't even know. I mean, you guys see everybody's backing up out of traffic, like trying to like not crash into people. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was a bad. It's a bad way they did. There used to be traffic. a shortcut. I shouldn't say this, but there used to be a shortcut. <laughs> I say this. <laughs> that I could take a one-way street instead of having to go all the way around the block, uh, and I used to take that shortcut quite a bit because the cars rarely used it i mean like i think maybe all the time i took that shortcut i ran you, just like you didn't know one, it was one, one way yeah i think one time i think i i'm still car. finding streets in my neighborhood well, you're literally you're talking about going like i'd have to go like 10 minutes out of my way to go around in the city to come up around or if i took the shortcut it was like one minute you know what i mean from where i was leaving from versus going all the way up and around so of course i used to shoot down it was like it wasn't a main road. I mean, like I said, it probably doesn't sound good anyway, but it was like almost like an alley road, but everybody would park on both sides of it. You know what I mean? Right. So, and I used to shoot down it all the time to save that 10 minute up and around, all the way around a full city block and have to stop at all the stoplights and everything else to come back up around. So, yeah, I used to, I used to do that quite often. Sir, I'm not driving down the road. I'm just trying to back into my driveway. <laughs> right, right, right. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't know what about, I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Here's another cool thing. If you guys want, head over to uh, Trans Am Worldwide, uh, their website. They post stuff. Have you guys seen this? The 70 SS Chevelle they recreated. I have a feeling they're going to plan on trying to sell that. And if you guys haven't seen it, it's pretty cool. Uh, you, you guys know I'm a Trans Am fan. But on top of the fact that this isn't a Trans Am and they decided to do a 70 Chevelle, it's actually a really cool-looking car. Um, I hope they produce it and you start seeing some of them out on the road. It actually would be pretty cool to see out there. Um, so you guys definitely want to end up checking that out. Here's another thing. So you guys remember uh, uh, 11-8, 
what is it, 11foot8.com, that was the name of it. So it's a guy that posts all the trucks hitting the bridge. Oh, okay, yeah. That's all you had to say, where he had the security cameras on yeah, the yeah, side yeah. of his he house. Okay. So it's, it's become yeah. really, it started See, you, really small. Let me interject real quick. Are you talking about the Trans Am that looks like a Camaro? No. Okay, because no. they also have a car right. appearing at the Trans Am. Yeah, they make they make Camaros into Trans Am. Yeah, so, they, they, look, so there's another car at Trans Am Worldwide, right? And you, you play GTA, and you know the Camaro, the convertible Camaro kind of mm-hmm. looks like a Trans Am. They actually recreated it, and that's what it looks like. That's the Chevelle. That is. That's the. That's what. Chevelle. That's that. It's, it's just showing me a picture. Yeah, that's, that's it's, the seventy it's Chevelle. Basically, they they played it off of <laughs> the GTA. They recreated the G- Nope, that's yeah, a Chevelle. Yeah, that's, that's the Chevelle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was I was like, it looks like just right from GTA. Yeah, no, that's the Chevelle. That's what I was talk, telling you about. You just read up on it. <laughs> yeah, so, I, was, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, are we talking about the same thing here? Yeah, yeah, we are. All right, back to elevenfoot8.com. So I think they got some competition. What? Yeah. Is it 12 Ford? <laughs> no. There is a Seattle off-ramp that uh, they've been talking about all week on the news that just has tons of accidents, tons and tons. So someone's got a camera. I think they're, it looks like they're in an apartment building, and they put a camera straight down onto that off-ramp, and they've caught tons and tons of accidents as they come off that off-ramp. And they're pretty big accidents where the cars are spinning and all kinds of stuff and smashing into things. So I think that's going to be like your new... Your new big yeah, site. Your, yeah, yeah, because, I mean... There's apparently there's like an accident there like every single day, if not like a couple, and they're catching them on on I video the and new, posting them. I think the new witch duck um, on ramp they created it, it's a little dangerous. I mean, I used it for the first time. The, That's here in our area, and, guys in, in Hant Rose. We have a, a, yeah, a road called witch duck, and it's yeah. I, mean, it, it, I, I think it's good. I think I, I think the change is is good compared to what it is. I mean, like so, there's a lot of different things. So here's the last thing I want to jump into. Nathaniel and I talked about this a bunch. So I was watching an old movie, not old, old, but older, where when OnStar and all that first came out, and you used to push the button and then talk to somebody live. And, you know, and in the movie, they push the button and the person's just complaining about being stuck in traffic. They was like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. You know, I like to get home sometime. And then, you know, the OnStar person's like, oh, well, the accident in front of you is only 100 yards, and it'll clear up, and then it's smooth sailing from there. And I was just like, tells you how much like it, things have changed now. Like That's not even what people use OnStar for anymore. And in the peer-to-peer is what we were talking about. So Nathaniel and I had a kind of a, a debate over what do you think people would prefer, peer-to-peer conversations for having like you know a, a device like that or having like an AI device like we have now. So like using like Google Maps and stuff like that or – would you like to have a little bit of like Google Maps? And if you got to the point where you're you're lost, you could push a button, and there was somebody, a live person to talk to, that you could help you work through. The I situation. guess I guess like different like occasions would like you'd have better like possibilities like you know person you use because like I would say like the AI is like better for like you know like going like work and home and like just small travel. But I feel like if you have no internet and stuff, the peer to peer would be a lot better. I want a peer to peer. See, I, I want a peer-to-peer all the way, and the only reason why I want a peer-to-peer, I hate when I push my button now, and it's like, device settings, and it's like, I'm just trying to program my phone, and it's like, what would you like to do? Go back to the main menu? And, uh, yeah, no, no, I, I want to I understand. So here's the thing. So uh, Google Maps has got this new uh, immersion. That's what they're calling it, and it's basically, they're going to take and compare it's hard to explain. Basically create like a, a mini city. So wherever you're going to, you can actually pre-visit that before you get to there. Like as if you're like walking through it and you could walk into restaurants and the way he explained to me, I kind of like thought it was going to be like a 3d world of like past, of past videos and photos. And instead of like, you know how like right now you can like walk like in the maps and stuff and like it shoots you, you from photo to photo yeah. and stuff. I think the way they're talking about it is like it'd be like a 3D world where like you can actually yeah. kind of walk and see like what's going on. Where it takes a photo and kind hours of develops a yeah. world based off of the photos. Yeah, so something like that. But basically what it's going to be is I guess it's going to be like being in your own little real world. But it's a real world. So like if you're getting ready to visit or travel down that road, you could see exactly what you would see ahead of time. But like in a real World setting ahead of time yeah. or so my previous is, what can, happened like an hour ago and you can do it as you're doing it so my question is why 
Well, here's the thing, because why, as, why do we need that? I mean, I just don't understand why. Because technology is changing. And as the technology changes, people want you're improving. You're improving on the map. Things. Yeah, you're improving the map. It's no different. We talked about some of the car technologies out there where the car is going to start talking to you in the future. And it's going to remind you of that you like that restaurant or, you know, things like that. You know, cars are going to be more engrossed and as far as technology and having maps and getting you. Yeah, think about safely. it. Like the only only thing stopping, like, I guess, cars from being more even more smarter on the road is, you know, having a smart map. And so yeah, yeah, if, right. if you had a smart map and stuff, the cars have a lot better way to follow. It's no different. I'm still waiting for the, the super windshield to come out. Like that windshield that, like, identifies everything out there in the dark in front of you and stuff like that that we saw a couple years ago. And they said they, they were still seeing the car. <laughs> right, right. They could see a deer, like, 200 yards out. And it would go ahead and put a little box around it and let you know that's a deer out there in the field that may want to get ready to jump into the middle of the street in front of you. I'm waiting for that. Like, I saw that technology, and I think that's the coolest technology ever. I'm waiting for that to come out. So technology can continue to change, guys. We're going to continue to move forward. I mean, there's just no way around it. But, hey, go check it out. Like I said, Google's got a new setup they're going to be coming out with. I think it might be interesting. On that note, guys, i got to go ahead and get out of here. It is the end of our show. Hope you guys are having a great Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Sunday's right around the corner. Make sure you turn off your TV, unplug, spend some time with your kids, play a board game with them, or take them to a car show. They'll love you for it. That's about all we got. What do you guys got? Anything else? Enjoy your weekend. Come back next Saturday for more news. Yeah, there you go. Go watch Return to Space. It's an Elon Musk movie on Netflix. <laughs> you... Um, we're not Tesla fans here by any means. <laughs> not at all. On that note, guys, we're going to go ahead and jump out of here. Like I said, enjoy your guys' weekend. Hopefully the weather where you guys are at is as nice as it is here, and it stays like that throughout the rest of the week. Enjoy your work week, and we'll talk to you guys soon.